People are stealing from you all the time. Find out how in this episode of What's Next Dentistry so you can prevent theft in the workplace. Welcome to this edition of What's Next Dentistry. This is Dr. Mark Sivers from Boston. Thanks for joining me. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Leita at Leita.com for their support of this podcast. Check them out at Leita.com and see how they can improve your profits, quality of life at the workplace, and time off. In this edition, we're going to talk about the ways that people are stealing from you, and they are both subtle and obvious, and what you can do about it. It turns out that all of us have theft in the workplace, and many of us aren't aware of it. And one of the ways that it occurs is that we pay people for their time, their mental capacity, and for their ability to solve problems. And when they're unable to perform those tasks because they're doing something else that they shouldn't be doing on our time, that is technically considered theft. So let me give you some examples. I've seen a lot of people that are surfing the web for personal matters while they are at the office. Some of you may choose not to punish those that are doing this, but at the end of the day, they're actually working on your dollar and they are not doing work that's in your best interest. And so that is actually theft. They're stealing of your time. They're stealing of your money during those moments that they're surfing the web for personal reasons. We see the same thing happening with cell phones, people taking personal calls, personal texts. And you can say, well, I want my employees to feel free and I want them to be able to take care of those things at the workplace. And that's a personal decision and you're certainly welcome to make that. It turns out that 60% of employee time at the workplace is going towards personal things rather than professional. So you can decide whether you want to allow them to use 60% of your time to do their own things or if you'd actually like to reclaim some of that time. What I'm proposing is have them work for you. Give them things that are meaningful to do so that they're focused on their stewardship in your office and that they're doing things that are in the best interest of your company rather than looking at their personal things. And speaking with some of these employees that do personal things at the office, they've all said that they felt like they lacked direction. They felt like they didn't have work to do. And so to fill the time that they had, they would start surfing the web or start texting or start playing games or even start watching Netflix or movies. And so the question is, is it their fault or is it ours employers? And I would say it's a bit of both. First, we don't give them clear guidance as to what are the expectations. And if you can imagine that we all did similar to what the employees at Netflix did when Netflix said, we want you to spend all of your hours at the office focused on what's in the best interest of Netflix and do what's in the best interest of Netflix. We won't be able to tell you everything that you should do, but if you just do all the time that you hear, all those things that are in the best interest of Netflix, then we're good. Sure enough, their employees were more engaged. They had clear guidance, even though it wasn't specific. They knew that they had to dedicate all of their time to doing things that were in the best interest of Netflix. They had extraordinary creativity as people started coming up with new ways to fill that time. I'm going to do this that's actually going to benefit Netflix rather than go surf the web or be on my mobile phone or text my friends. So I think that's a great way to approach this. We've also seen many times in the workplace that when employees or team members are treated as adults, treated as intelligent ones, they actually will perform as such. 
And when they are instead treated as children, they regrettably behave the way that they are treated. So um, watch out for those things. Make sure that you are treating them appropriately and make sure that you are watching out for them. Finally, we oftentimes leave money or checks or bank accounts or insurance portals open and available for our employees. And there are no checks and balances to make sure that theft is avoided. And so I would say whoever is opening the mail should be a very trusted person. And whoever is checking whoever opened the mail should be a very trusted person. And what I mean by that is there should be somebody who opens the mail, pulls out the checks, and immediately stamps those checks so that it has your company's name on the back of those checks. And the person that is in the office that actually double checks those things should have a very good handle on the, the mail that has come in and those checks that are there and also that they have been stamped and that they get put into the bank accounts appropriately. And then they should be producing a report at the end of the day so that you know exactly what's been taken in the mail and what has been deposited. So let me just say that again. There should be a process in place so that a very trusted person is taking in the mail. That person should be opening the mail and should be stamping immediately all of the checks in the mail. And then those checks can be given to another person who deposits them in the bank. And then those two people can be a checks and balance system to determine what came in the mail, what got in the bank. And then those two people can send a combined report that they both signed off on stating that what came in the mail went into the bank account. And when you've got those two witnesses the one person opening the mail and the other person to witness what was gone on and then the person that opened mail checking the person who deposited those checks, then you know that those checks, at least you are much more likely to know that those checks actually made it from the envelope into your bank account when you view the report that has been signed by each of them every night. And then you check the following day to see that those checks that were deposited actually hit your account and then you know that everything went smoothly. The same applies with cash. So cash should come in, it should be counted by one person, and then double checked by another person. Both people sign off on the sheet stating this much cash came in, and then that sheet is given to you at the end of the day showing how much cash actually arrived. Finally, there will be electronic deposits into your bank account. Those are things that you need to know and you need to see and you need to make sure that the appropriate people in your organization have access not to controlling your bank account, but only to viewing the bank account so that you can see the checks coming in. You can see the report that they give you at the end of the day stating what came in and that that corresponds to what you saw in your bank account. That might seem redundant that the person viewing your bank account tells you what you've already seen in your bank account, but it lets them know that you care, that you're watching, and that your eyes are on the finances of the practice, and that doing anything inappropriate is something you're going to be reviewing every morning and every evening when you go through the finances of the business. So those are some tips that can help you. Regrettably, I had an employee steal from me. It was very painful. I felt very cheated. I felt like I'd given that person a lot of trust and I had given them access to things that were important to me and that were beneficial not just to me, but were beneficial to all of the team members and all of the team, in fact, felt very hurt once, she, once they found out that she had stolen from us. So with these checks and balances, you can pick up when people steal from you 
In fact, we picked up very quickly when she did and uh, caught her. And regrettably, she uh, was went to jail because she had done this in other dental offices. And so please uh, be aware that there are people that feel like they can steal from you. They have stolen from other people, and they have actually stolen from multiple offices, and they are uh, well known to the law. So uh, beware, be safe, and put these processes and systems in place so that there are two witnesses that you're seeing everything both in the morning when the accounts open and in the evening when you uh, review what's been put into the deposited into the accounts and that you know what's going on. And most importantly, they know that you are checking, you care about these things and that this just isn't a free for all for them to get in and do whatever they want to do. I hope this helps. I hope this keeps you safe. Thanks for listening to this podcast. We look forward to you joining us again.